What's good, everybody? It's Agent 26, and welcome to episode three of the Turning Artists into Entrepreneurs podcast. So happy you're here. I'm so thankful for you listening. Had a lot of great feedback for episodes one and two, so I wanted to get right back into it today, being Monday, August 6th, and drop some more gems for you guys, giving you some more value. Uh, please keep sending in the comments and emails and like letting me know what you want to hear on the show. Um, very excited to talk about several different things. Today's topic is, do you need a team? Discussion on Twitter recently, and everyone has a different opinion about it. Somehow it's a controversial topic in the music industry. Just wanted to give my, you know, two cents on this, hopefully shed some light on this topic and, you know, just be a lighthouse in this somehow dark, weird topic in music. My answer is yes and no. Yes, you need a team. No, you don't need a team. I know that sounds really trite, but I will go in to explain this. So the reason why I say you do need a team is because if you're the kind of artist who is constantly putting out content, working on live shows, uh, making music every week, you know, maybe you're blogging or you're doing a podcast kind of like this, or you are you know, hitting up networking events, you're working with publishers and other PR organizations, you're going to be the kind of artist that is busy as hell. And that's a good thing. You want to be that busy and that productive. It's helpful for your brand. However, it may become, a, may, there may be a time where you get very tied up trying to get keep your releases on time, making sure your YouTube's updated, getting graphic art for your singles. In this case, you actually may need someone else because you're doing the job of essentially several people like the major label artists insert any that you want the reason why they have such great advantages when they get signed is because there are people who act as resources from them there there's a marketing guy there's a graphic designer there's a audio engineer just for the studio that they're going to work at there is someone holding you know house at each particular sector of their business there's someone always there covering them to do the so all they have to do is go in there and be the artist they go in there and they sing or they write and some of them don't even write their own music uh but that's a topic for another podcast episode the thing is you you have to get to a place where you understand that the only time you really need a team is when doing everything you're supposed to do is somehow a hindrance to you accomplishing those tasks Another way of explaining it is if if you have seven things to do and doing all seven of those things keeps you from, you know, having free time, taking care of yourself, making sure you you shower, you eat. If it's starting to disrupt your natural order of living, then it's time to start to outsource those activities. For instance, you know, if I'm getting in the studio, I may want someone doing graphic work for me or taking shots or doing things that uh help uh further my brand and my image which allows me to then focus in on the task of just making the best music that I can possibly make as a producer that is my top priority however there are several other things that need to be done that need to be taken care of and that's what outsourcing is for now you may be asking okay that's cool but who are some of the people that I could actually have on my team it's an excellent question Again, it depends on where you're at and your current level of business. I highly suggest having, you know, uh, someone who can capture the events that you do. If you're a performer and you're out there doing live shows, 
nothing says I'm really effing doing this quite like getting high quality photographs of you doing the thing you do. People love them. You're going to love them. Everybody loves looking at themselves. And that's a job that you can't do yourself. You know, you can't go out there and film yourself with the camera in one hand and the microphone in the other. I mean, if you could, it'd be, it probably would go viral, but I wouldn't suggest it. You give a really bad performance. So uh, photographer or videographer is a great investment uh, to make. I would say uh, a lawyer, if you're at the level, I know some people that um, that listen to this uh, are at a really high level uh, professionally and they are getting placements if they're, if they're producers or if they're artists, you know, they're working with, you know, uh, C, B, and A list, you know, talent, which is fantastic. Uh, those kind of people, yes, you, you should invest in an entertainment lawyer. Uh, some people are very knowledgeable and they can go about their business uh, on their own, which is fantastic if you are that well-versed legally. But music contracts are highly complicated and most of us don't go to law school. We we come from other backgrounds and some of us have been musicians since we were two. Uh, none of that means that you know what perpetuity means. So I would highly suggest maybe getting a lawyer or just you know, going on Yelp and maybe even just looking up entertainment lawyers for when the time is right, you kind of know who you can go after. You can see their reviews and learn about them. There's several different legal board review uh, websites online. Simple Google search. I'll be a best friend there. Uh, a manager uh, could be a very useful tool for you to have if they are invested in your career and in your success. Again, if you're early on or if you're kind of just middle of the pack, it may not be wise to seek these people out. Managers, are their whole job is to leech, I mean, <laughs> excuse me, help uh, talent uh, get to where they're trying to get to. So they'll usually find you. Uh, you don't usually have to go out and, all right, let me go get management. If you're in another industry, you know, where they have to procure work for you, that's different. But a, a typical manager... If you're, if you're hustling and you're making moves, they'll usually find you. Like while you're at a live show, they'll come up and say, hey, man, you know, I like what you're working on. I would love to help. And you decide from there if that's a valuable addition um, to what you need. I think uh, publishers, that's a big one. If you are a music creator, which we all are, a publisher can be a very valuable investment to have. Um, and I don't just mean your um, PROs. I mean like an actual person who works at BMI or ASCAP or whoever you have. And you can like work with them exclusively and to send in music to get your contracts and your cue sheets together. These people are very valuable to work with. Make sure that you kind of have your, your stuff together before you go out. You try to procure some of these types of uh, professionals because they're going to want to work with someone who is pretty well-developed, you know, you're going to have to be cooked all the way through before they decide, oh, we'll just take this complete newbie and, and start working. So be patient, take your time. Majority of this stuff will, though, come to you as you continue to ascend up the business ladder. Now, the flip side, no, you don't need a team. And it's almost the exact polar opposite of what I just said. You can do most of this stuff on your own. By yourself, you can advertise, you can write blogs, you make content. You can meet people. You can offer things for free. You can obviously make music. These things you can do on your own. And so many people, I, I meet artists online probably every week that will say, you know, hey man, I, I love the advice that you give. Uh, would you ever consider managing me? And I'm like, brother, you <laughs> you don't need a manager. What you need is a kick in the behind to go get to work. 
you can do it on your own. Like you can be your own CEO. You can be your own boss. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast, that's what I'm trying to help you guys to become is entrepreneurs, being your own boss, bossing up on the things that you need to take care of and your responsibilities so that you're not a hobbyist doing this, but actually a working professional. It's going to take a lot of work to get to a place where you need a team. Uh, I go back to some advice I was given years ago. Don't assume that you are the exception. Do not assume that you are special. I know that hurts many, many artistic egos, but I have a reason to say that. And it's because if you don't assume that you're special or that you're going to be the one that makes it and perseveres through whatever, if you just assume, okay, I need to really buckle down and work at this because I don't know if someone's going to come by and just hand me a career, that changes your mindset entirely. It becomes, oh, I don't really need a team or people to put me on. I can put myself on. And you can. You can begin to schedule out your own content. You can say, hey, I want to make a vlog when I'm in the studio. Or I want to you know, talk to the people every day. So you know, once a week, I'm going to go on Instagram stories and run a live video. I'm going to go on Facebook and talk to my, you know, my uh, subscribers or the people who like my fan page. If I only have 50-something likes uh, on that page, let me go talk to those 56 people. I can do that in my pajamas. I don't even need high-quality cameras to do that. So you have to start thinking like that to put yourself in a CEO position. Um, on your own, you can go out to networking events and you can work with other people, meet other people, and then present a very viable product to them. You don't even need to have, you know, a team behind you. You represent yourself. And that's how most artists make it. I know there's, uh, people have a love-hate relationship with guys like Russ. I don't, my opinion about him doesn't really matter. But to the point, uh, he's a guy who's went out and has created his own success. You may not want to mix, master, engineer, whatever, do all the things that he does to his tracks, but his example can absolutely be learned from. And his example is, this is a man who has went, however many years it took, he went and he kept cutting out the middlemen that an artist would need to be successful. He just kept cutting them out. And the ones he couldn't cut out, he paid and worked for those operations. But he continued to cut out the middlemen and was able to uh, make a platform for himself. You have to start looking at your music as essentially the advertisement for your brand. The music is not the only thing that people need to know you for. Yes, it's very important. You must have high quality music. But what's also more important is that you are a content factory and that you are putting out as much stuff as you can to keep people entertained, engaged, and hopefully educated. All those things are possible. You know, uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, we, we lost um, XXXTentacion, you know, recently. And it was very tragic very saddening to lose somebody so young who was so talented and good at what he did. But one thing I always remember about X is that I would find myself, like many of his fans, watching his live videos and just listening to him talk to the fans. This is content you can make on your own without a team. If you're an artist, you, you can go out and do these things. You don't need uh, someone professionally recording you at every single uh you know, thing that you're at or, or time where you feel like you need to have a camera on, you can just pull your phone out in these instances and say, hey, I got something I want to say or I want to speak to the people and do it. I've seen Kodak Black do it. I've seen NBA Youngboy do it. A lot, these, a lot of these guys are growing up in this era where we want to be as close to our uh, artists and our stars as we possibly can be. Gone are the days where you can kind of have that, you know, 90s godlike mystique of being an artist. You know, you remember in the 90s, 
you know, some of the two biggest movie stars were like Will Smith and Tom Cruise. You'd only see these guys in the movies. You'd never, they interviewed, you know, from time to time to promote the films, but you'd never see them unless they were on talk shows or they were actually in the movies. Now, Will Smith is every damn place. You cannot go on Instagram without finding one of his videos trending. And I guarantee you, whatever next, whatever his next movie is, whether it sucks or not, a lot of people are going to go see it because now Will Smith is in their phones and he's talking to the people every day. And you can do these things without having a team backing and supporting you. In fact, I would even argue once you start to do these things, you'll start to see people show up in ways that they can help you. And you become someone who attracts versus someone who has to ask. And that's a huge difference and something that you absolutely want to incorporate into what you do. So ultimately, I think whether you need a team or not has a huge it's a huge, you know, swing pendulum, right? Like at the very beginning, it seems like, oh man, so many things I have to do. I don't really know if I can get all this done on my own. I, I would highly suggest if you don't have a team, get you a planner, go to Target or Walmart, whatever you live close to, buy you a planner and start writing down the stuff you need to get done on a day-to-day basis. Write it down and start enacting on these goals, like move on these goals. And as you continue to build up momentum, you'll find that you actually can do more than what you think you can. So just ride that wave. And if a year from now, two years, three years from now, you find yourself like, wow, I'm doing everything. I'm giving my absolute best effort. And I just don't have time to, you know, be me or take care of myself. That's when you can start saying, okay, maybe I don't need to track my own vocals. I can go, maybe I should start investing in studio time and working with engineers. It'd be a great way to, to network with new people and a great way to say, okay, I'm going to make this easy. You're a professional. You know what you're doing. You take care of this. And boom, now you've got one less thing to worry about. If you typically make your own graphics through Photoshop, maybe you go on, on one of these apps that people um, hire from for freelance and you just work with them. And there you go. Now you have two less things that you have to worry about. The best way I could put it in closing, is that outsourcing needs to be the reward for hard work that you've put in by yourself. Look at having a team as a privilege and as a reward for an artist who has turned themselves into an entrepreneur and put the work in so that they can be successful without anyone's help. And that the only way that someone can come in and be on their team is they provide a value that I cannot already currently give to myself. That would be how I would want a team if I was to have a huge one around me. I have a few people around me, but that would be the way that I would want to do it. And I highly suggest that's the way that you do it. So with that said, thank you guys so much for listening to episode three of the Turning Artists into Entrepreneurs podcast. Please come back Monday. I'm planning on having a special guest on here. It's going to be crazy. Uh, I can't wait to have this guest on. Really, really talented individuals. So Please be on the lookout for that. Subscribe to the podcast, whether you're on you know, iTunes or you have, you have Droid, it's Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, or you can tune in on Anchor. Whatever's easiest for you, please subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Share it. And let me know uh, if, if this episode was helpful. Please email me or hit me up on Instagram at Agent26Official. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, and all social medias, really, Facebook as well. Hit me up and let me know uh, what you would like to hear in the future. If there's a topic you would like for me to cover, let me know. I'm always open to suggestions, and I want to give you guys stuff that's helpful that you can use immediately. 
Um, my goal is to give you actionable steps along the way of your journey. So that's what I'm trying to do. Let me know, guys. Thank you again for listening. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Thank you.